Welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, the latest on shares, markets and investments, now available on your Amazon Alexa. Hello and welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast. Um, today we're going to be discussing one of the most interesting developments in um, e-commerce that we've seen in recent years and it's become um, ever more prevalent at this particular period in time due to uh, the restrictions that we're seeing in um, COVID-19 lockdowns. And to join us on this conversation, we have Michael Valsgaard, who is the CEO of London Dynamics. So Michael, thank you very much for joining us today. Jonathan, thank you for having me. Brilliant. So Michael, um, before we continue, could you just give us a brief um, breakdown of, of yourself and um, the company that you're heading up at the moment and, so, and, and a little bit of background about the work that you're doing. Yes, so I'm an old school retailer of trade who spent uh, most of my grown up life in, uh, in retail and then I went digital uh, 10 years ago and I used to work almost two decades for IKEA. And during that time, I got to uh, learn old school retailing and new school retailing and the latest uh, thing I did for IKEA I was heading up uh, global innovation uh, at the headquarters uh, responsible for IKEA's digital transformation. And during the last uh, years I was uh, working for IKEA, we had the possibility to collaborate with Apple to create a augmented reality application where we allowed customers to try the furniture at home before they buy them, viewing them through an iPad or an iPhone uh, in real life. And uh, then I was uh, catching myself launching this for the world press tim cook he brought it on good morning america and i spent two days with him in new york launching it for the world press and i thought hey if i can get all these people excited about something we build maybe we should uh, do that for ourselves so we branched out uh, a group of people created a company called london dynamics and now bringing augmented reality to retail uh, that's uh, that's what we do okay so what does that look like for, for somebody um, that's probably heard of augmented reality? That you know, there's obviously computer games, um, and you know, there has been a rollout in recent years in in e-commerce. But not every site is using it. But just um, you know, just to give somebody an idea that may not have seen it before, what what was the typical interaction with somebody um, with a brand that is using augmented augmented uh, reality? Yeah, so very good question. So a lot of people also get confused with virtual reality, where you put on glasses and you step into a virtual world, where augmented reality you stay in the real world and you use your phone to look through your phone. And you get an additional digital imagery or model where you can engage like as if it's in the real world. So the interaction is basically, let's say you want to buy a new sofa at home and you're not really sure if light blue or light red should be the, the one. Then with your phone, instead of just looking at pictures and text and videos, you can now click on the object and then replace it real scale, real texture, real color in your living room. And you can walk around with your phone inspecting it as if it uh, was really there in three dimensions. So it's really like when you look through your phone, you cannot tell the difference between a augmented uh, product, which is just only uh, existing digitally and the real furniture in your room. Okay. Okay. So, you know, obviously the situation we're in at the moment with uh, the COVID-19 uh, restrictions and, and lockdowns, 
you must have seen uh, a big tick up in, in demand. And, you know, obviously your career, you, you've come from um, the traditional retailing through to uh, the, the augmented side of things. I mean, is this something that you think brands will start to increase to use now? Do you think it will speed up the pace of people using um, such products like this to um, display uh, their goods online? Or do you think it's something that may be um, a trend that some people um, implement now, um, but then start to sort of tone it down as people go back into the, uh, the, the bricks and mortar retail outlets? I think I think the, the the trend has been there for many years. Obviously, e-commerce is coming to a level where it's very sophisticated. And now I live in the UK, and um, when you look at the, how Amazon delivers stuff or how most UK retailers deliver stuff, it is super efficient. It functions. There's a seamless return. It comes within a few hours from you click a buy button sometimes, and if you don't get it the next day, you get disappointed. So all the technicalities of e-commerce has been uh, has been done, and now people want more. So it's an obvious next step that you want to have more exper- uh, experiential and inspirational shopping, just like you do on the high street, right? So the high street used to be a place where you went to look at, at all the things that uh, the retailers had to offer and you would purchase product and you bring them home. And that function is more uh, uh, people want to have a day out and they want to have fun and they want to experience things because they don't have to only pick up the product. So you see the same in e-commerce and um and that has been a trend for a while. Now, obviously, when it's closed and you can't bring the customers to your products, but now you get the possibility to bring your products to the customer, that we see a big run into augmented reality the last uh, two weeks, to be quite quite honest. Okay, so you mentioned their experiences, which is actually quite an interesting uh, point because you know a lot of uh, retailers they've been sort of putting coffee shops in their their outlets i mean places like topshop for example on oxford street have dj's in there um which does create an experience for the customer um of course there is um by you using uh, augmented uh, reality there is um a little bit more interaction with the product online but how how could brands replicate that experience um, online as well, which goes beyond the uh, just having a look at the, the products in 3D? Now, so I think what London Dynamics brings to the table is that we, we, we make this uh, possible for any retailer. So we have this uh, plug and play solution. So anybody, it's still pretty complicated to create augmented reality, but we make it so easy that anybody can do it. And we make it uh, so you don't have to have an IT integration. We basically uh, have created a platform that is like YouTube for AR. So you don't have to uh, to do all the technicalities. So now you have the possibility to integrate this into your shopping experience seamlessly. And we serve it to retailers' website in such a way that you are still on the website of the retailer. So you don't leave the website. You don't have to download an app and you get this experience. And this is where it's like frictionless uh, if you're, let's say you're buying a barbecue, right? You're sitting in your in your garden and you you want to have a new barbecue and you're you're surfing on the site, and then straight from the site of the barbecue you're looking at, you can put it straight in your garden and see exactly how it looks. So obviously that's going to give a high engagement with that brand and it's going to give you a really good idea of what that would look like once you have it because you can already see it. So I think that drives uh, it in online and that's the obvious uh, thing in online. Uh, I think, yeah, it's just people want experiences. Okay, so 
if we're looking at, uh, at products such as cars, um, for example, and golf clubs, people people want to go and try these out. I mean, how would a brand um, adopt augmented reality into that sales process? If somebody wants to go in and they want to um, swing a couple of golf clubs on, on the range to get a feel for it, how would you you fit into that process? Yeah, so right now we don't fit into that process. So there's, uh, there's uh, some limitations uh, in it because you can't actually grab it. You can view it, but you can't grab it and engage with it yet. Uh, neither can you put on uh, clothes. So another one that is out of uh, our scope right now is fashion because it doesn't look nice and it doesn't look real and doesn't make people take a purchase decision. So I think the, the, the one you mentioned, you, know, you can look at the golf club close up and maybe we can highlight some features, but it's still going to be limited what kind of purchase decision is going to drive for you as a consumer. So therefore, it's not. Um, I'd rather step into, you know, if you are buying the sofa or a new uh, garden shed or fitness equipment or hanging a TV on the wall, those are the things where you would be like, hmm, I'd like to have an extra dimension to my decision taking here. And then you can place the TV and you can see it on the wall and you see like, ah, 65 inches is really, really big on my wall. It's, uh, it fits. That's, that's kind of like uh, the, the items that we would uh, prefer to do in AR at the moment. Okay, so it, it's a case that there's a term digital real estate um, that you know, people may you know, have heard of. But what, what does that sort of mean? And, ha- and how would your technology you know, sort of increase that? I mean, is it a case of um, companies and brands using uh, the technology to really boost their sort of brand awareness if they're not able to, um, you're going back to the example of, of golf clubs, if they're not able to um, get people to you know, sort of feel and touch their, their products. I mean, is that a case that they could still use it to build um, their sort of branding around a digital real estate? Yeah, so I think that your first question on digital real estate, that is like however you engage with a brand uh, from whatever channel you come. You know, if you're coming from Google search to a retailer, if you're going to the site, if you download the app, you know, the the, the, the way you engage with them is going to drive your purchase. And I'm sure many people have tried new places to shop online in the last month because they've been forced to. And some of them do it well and some of them don't do it well. And the ones that do it well, you know, you're going to be like a customer uh, for life there. Uh, let's say you're shopping shoes and uh, they have a really good uh, way of uh, giving you the right sizing and that worked and the shoes arrive and they fit. It's like, that's a good experience. And then you have others where it's like, oh, four weeks lead time or you can't get the answers or the checkout is complicated. So your digital real estate, you really have to... Uh, give that an upgrade at the moment. All the basics has to be in place. And you see the retailers who don't have that in place, they're going to suffer. I mean, do, do you think it could be, you know, the, the, the companies that aren't really putting this in place, I mean, that could accelerate their, their downfall. I mean, there's been a lot of reports in the media um, throughout this crisis that some of uh, the UK's leading brands um, could be closing stores never to open again. Yes, uh, I mean, is it a case that they're going to have to turn to this sort of technology to increase their, their product sales? And, you know, if they don't, it is a case that they they could end up with like some of the ones that have gone under. Yeah, I would say like if you're already struggling before the crisis, you're going to be struggling even more after it. Like The funny thing about UK is that 
I actually moved here to launch the company because retail and tech retail is the most advanced in the world in UK. And uh, it's the best market to be in for a company like uh, like ours. But it's also an oversaturated retail market. So basically 20% of the stores is too many, uh, right? So if you have too many retail stores, you have this online growing, you have uh, uh, retail not going with the demands of uh, like inspirational, experiential shopping where you put in you know event space pop-up stores car dealerships uh, gyms all of those things into the high street like the high street cannot just be only stores that that that, that worked 20 years ago it doesn't work uh, in 2020 so i think you will see a clean out of uk retail and i actually think you know my estimation right now would be 20 percent will will go under or will close or will uh, just uh, be vacant. So you have a lot of vacancy already in the high street. I think you're going to have 20% uh, vacancy coming out of this. And then the big question is, you know, who is driving and why are they striving? The ones with digital first, absolutely. And uh, what do you do with all this space in the, in UK retail? How do you how do you revamp your high streets? So, I mean, do, do you think this? A possibility that it could be brought in store, that the augmented reality technology, I mean, could that become an in-store uh, technology that, that brands utilize? Yeah, I think it has to be seen as a totality. Let's say if you were buying the gardens here that I talked about earlier and you go to um, uh, home base and you look at it, you know, they might have 25 models uh, that they can serve you, but they only build two of them and showing them to you in the showroom. Because they're really big and clumsy, to uh, they, they can't display 25 of them. There will not be good use of real estate. Then they can uh, ap- apply augmented reality and you get to see all of them. But you also get to do that at home in your yard. So as long as it's seamless and it's fast served and you, there's no issues with you uh, engaging with it, that's when it works. And that's, that's where technology is coming. And that's where a platform like uh, London Dynamics is super efficient in serving this in any, any web browser anywhere in the world so if you if you think about that you can do that in store as well absolutely okay so what do you think are the biggest trends for 2020 obviously uh you know anything that was happening at the end of last year within this space has, has been speeded up to some extent what do you think going forwards um for the rest of 2020 are going to be the biggest trends in augmented reality yeah, I think in augmented reality, it's uh, it's uh, becoming mainstream and most uh, phones that everybody run around with in the pocket can already do this and people don't know it. So if you go to our website, for example, londondynamics.com, you can test it out and you will see that you can actually place items and it's a magical experience when you do it. So I think that trend, uh, I, I know that trend because I have some big partnerships coming up and they, they, they really want to push this uh, to the retailer. So it's going to be a big thing. But I also think artificial intelligence, uh, voice uh, engagement, stuff like that, you will, you will start seeing uh, propel further into uh, the market in this, this year already. So all the underlying trends that were before we started uh, COVID-19 is definitely uh, on high on the agenda. And everybody who's going back to work now, as retail, they're going to be like, oh, shoot, you know, we really missed the boat. Are we really good? Let's make it even better. Everybody's going to be thinking, how can we uh, revamp our digital strategy? Okay, fantastic. So just to, to to finish up there, Michael, so your your company, London Dynamics, is obviously set up here in the UK. And, and you said that this 
and, and the UK is the, the best place to set up a business like yours. What, why is that? I think it's because uh, it's a spoiled market that consumers have been spoiled for choices and they have had the possibility to see all the big brands doing all the, the showcasing here. And <clears throat> you can think about uh, Burberry when they uh, went all digital, like the whole world was watching that. And that's many years ago now. And that was uh, in the high streets of London. So you kind of like just have a lot of uh, tech companies here. You have a lot of uh, sophisticated uh, retailers and you have a, a super huge consumer market. And, uh, and they like to try out new stuff and they like to shop online and they like to, uh, to, to, to do things that are sophisticated. So that's why it strives here. Okay, fantastic. Well, Michael, thank you very much for joining us today. That is a very interesting uh, insight there. So just uh, could you just remind the listeners what your website was again so they could check it out and have a have a closer look yes so the website is londondynamics.com and on that website you can uh, try it out right away the same way you would be capable of doing at a retailer okay fantastic michael thank you very much for joining us today yeah thank you for having me jonathan